Hey guys, I see you join me again. I pray, 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 and I am really expecting some great things. I know I sound very excited because I am, um, because I know if God is blessing you, um, he's blessing me through you because I'm excited just to be really a part of whatever process you're going through right now in your life. Um, whether that's good or bad, I'm just happy to be along for the ride. You know, you ever have that one friend that's just there for, for whatever, that's me. So I'm excited. Um, I'm really um, here today right now to encourage you. Um, and this segment is entitled Behind the Mountain. Okay, so this is um, something I've always wanted to preach. I kid you not. Um, I just started learning about the different um, mountains in the Bible and, and what they meant. And and they really all boiled down to that, you know, some mountains were places of crushing. Some mountains is where God spoke to his leaders. You know, some mountains were um, a place where miraculous things happen on those mountains. Sometimes the mountains uh, allow people to hide. Um, some, you know, it was just various reasons why people went to the mountain, climbed up the, to the mountain to be closer to God, to even see his glory being unveiled in uh, Exodus 33. Like there are so many reasons why people went up to the mountain. A lot of people talk about, well, nobody don't talk about the valley. What about the valley? We've been in the valley too. Come on, you got to preach now. No, 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 no. Not today. We're going to talk about the valley today. Just right. Well, we are going to talk about the valley. Let, let's correct that. We are going to talk about the valley. I'm going to tell you why. Because behind the mountain of things that we have experienced in our lives or going through in our lives, there is a purpose behind all of it. If you would have told that little girl, Lindrella, beep, 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 Clark, <laughs> I ain't telling you my middle name. If you would have told her at nine years old what she was going to be today, she probably wouldn't believe you because I didn't talk to people when I was a kid. I was very bashful, very shy. You can't tell now because I talk to everybody. But <laughs> um, you couldn't tell me that I would have went through the things that I went through. You may have told me that I was going to be successful. You would have maybe told me, oh, you're going to be very beautiful when you grow up or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, I never knew that behind the things and the storms and the, the stuff that I've been through, that I would be who I am today. And there's no credit goes to anybody but God. I love my mom and daddy dearly. They created me. Hallelujah. But I have a great family and all that. And I even have great people in my lives, but I cannot give credit uh, when I know it was nobody, but God has brought me this far uh, to where I am. Now he has used people and used his people to help me. But I'm telling you right now, if God wasn't in it, I wouldn't be here. Um, and I'm, I'm just coming to encourage you that behind this storm, behind this issue that you're going through or facing right now, there's going to be a glory. There's going to be an appearance of God like you have never seen before, because every time the people of God went up to the mountain in the Bible, if you would study every time they went up, they met God there. And I wonder, I say, well, can I, you know, can't God go low? You know, can't he just send his spirit lower than a mountain? But I, I thought about it. 
when you go up to a mountain, very few people want to climb that mountain to get up to the mountain where you are. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever went to Pinnacle Mountain. I don't know if anybody's ever did a hike or whatever, but everybody's not fit to go up to the mountain. You know, everybody's not fit to climb them stairs and, and touch the stone and be out in that heat like that, like me. You know what I'm saying? But um, everybody's not fit to go up that mountain. Everybody doesn't want to take that extra mile to go up to the mountain. Everybody cannot survive at the same altitude. So when God would get people by themselves and bring them on mountains to talk to them, it was for a reason. Because I promise you, sometimes we, when when God is talking to us, we be the first one to tell somebody who ain't never been up a mountain. We'll, we'll tell somebody who ain't never been high in God, who ain't never ever had a face to face with God. And we expect for them to understand and we expect for them to relate to something they've never experienced. And you have to stop trying to relate to people who do not understand. I say that and it may sound very harsh, but these are life lessons. You got to stop trying to relate to people who will never understand your walk. How do I become a light? Even though they can't relate, how do I become a light? Okay, first and foremost, I bring God to them in a way that they can understand. Because sometimes, you know, we expect for people to just be happy like we are. We expect for people to be in the glory like we are. And some people don't even have a clue. They've never really had an encounter with God. They've been around God. They have sensed God, but they have never had a personal um, encounter with God. Do we, you know, slight those people? No, we do not. Do we act like they're uh, uh, beneath us? No, we do not. Because at one point in time, you didn't have that relationship either. But I will tell you, you cannot relate to people on a level that they're not on. And so you can always tell where people are in their walk with God or really just in their lives. Sometimes when you try to relate to them and say, well, girl, I went here and I got this discounted price. They can't relate if they always had money. They don't really care. They're going to just buy it. Sometimes we're trying to relate to people that are not in the same place or never been where we are. And we get a little frustrated. Sometimes we try to make them conform to us. But I will tell you, even, even myself growing up, I would try to make people conform to who I was because I didn't know how to take them in their differences. But we have to become mature saints, mature uh, uh, men, women of God, children of God, and understand that everybody's not where you are. And then also everybody has a different level of faith. What may be easy for me is not easy for everybody. What may be hard for me might be easy for someone else. You have to respect that. You don't have to um, agree with it, but you have to respect where people are, okay? Um, because you're never going to win the loss trying to make everybody in a cookie cutter fashion as if they're you, you know? And that's the first rule of evangelism. Everybody's not going to be one um, and everybody's not going to literally conform to what you think. But what they can do, the the word, let me tell you something, the spirit, I'm going to put it like this. The spirit is like water. When you put water into a container, it's going to take on the shape and form of whatever is in. But it's still water. Man, I almost booked. Okay. The water is going to take on whatever shape or form that what that container is. But it's still water. Same thing with your faith. Okay. Same thing with your walk with Christ. It may not look like everybody else, but as long as you got the water, as long as you got the, all right, 
You came in. I'm glad you came in on time. As long as you got the spirit, as long as you got him, as long as you got God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, as long as you got them in you, we can work with something because we keep trying to put everybody into our container. And some people got more water than us. Some people got less water than us. And it don't look like they even filled with nothing. They don't look like they've been baptized or nothing. You know, I'm laughing right now. I'm being silly. But it don't seem like to us that they're growing, that they are, you know, progressing the way that we sh- we see fit. But a lot of times we put them in the wrong container, trying to make them look like us, you know, trying to make them sound and say what we say. And God is moving in them in a different way. Again, as long as they got water in their container, we all got water. We're going to make it in. All right. But we can't keep making everybody conform to our container because we all have a certain level of faith. And then the word says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling with reverence to God. You know, I'm not saying be out here and be wild and do whatever you want to do. What I am saying is being patient uh, and mature enough to understand where people are accepting that, not trying to change them and beat them over the head with something that you learn in two seconds and they're still taking two years to learn. Whatever that case may be, make sure you understand that, you know, we have all faith, but it's not at the same level. So behind the mountain, everybody cannot go up the mountain. Everybody does not understand or nor can relate when God puts you at a place and he's talking to you. Um, Some of y'all God talks to in dreams. Some of y'all God talks to in visions. Some of y'all God talks to you um, just in, you know, in the midst of just mundane things, like just stuff you do every day. Sometimes God just talks to you when he gets you in your car by yourself. Um, Whatever it may be. When God takes you up to that mountain, it's something behind that mountain. It's something about when you go up and you talk to God. I used to get scared. Let me tell you something. I used to get scared when God would tell me, go up. Because I always thought it was something bad. Because in my previous experiences, when God would tell me, go up and pray and spend time with me, something bad would happen. Something tragic would happen. And so I kind of, you know, married that, that thought and those feelings and those experiences together. And when I would hear God say, go up, I said, no, I don't want to do that. I said, sorry, we ain't talking. Uh-uh, because I don't know what you're about to say and what you're about to do, and I don't like it. And I and I would do that. I would literally just say, no, I'm not going up, God, because I was fearful and afraid. But when God says go up, it's nothing to be fearful or afraid of. Um, although there were times when God was preparing me, preparing me for some things that, I felt like I wasn't ready for, um, I still came out victorious in it. All right. Now I'm going to tell you something. If God is telling you to go up, if he's telling you to spend more time with him, if you're, you know, encountering some kind of storm that seems like it's so overwhelming and it's so much for you right now. And it's like emotionally beating the crap out of you. Like, I don't know. I'm being real with y'all. I don't know how y'all feeling today, but uh, a sister's feeling amazing. And I'm trying to be real with you um, because I, I never want to miss you where you are trying to be eloquent. OK, so <laughs> so if you feel like it's a situation or a thing or whatever it may be that you're facing, it seems like it's just taking all your energy. You're trying to be okay. You're okay one hour. The next hour you're crying. One day you're good. The next day you're depressed in your bed. Don't want to get up and don't want to do what you got to do. 
Um, if you're in that place, I want to tell you right now who specializes in being the lift of your head. And that's Jesus Christ himself. Because even when I feel like being that, even when I feel like giving up and giving into my emotions, God won't let me. He may let me have a moment, but he ain't gonna let me stay there too long because he understands what's ahead. And you got to keep in your mind what's ahead. I'm, I'm pretty sure that any person that hikes and goes up mountains has to keep the end in mind, has to keep the top of the mountain in mind. And that's what you have to do in life. Keep the top of the mountain in line because whatever it is that you're trying to get to, whatever God has waiting on you to get to the top of the mountain and talk to you, whatever that is, it must be very important because the journey getting up there ain't always easy. It's not always comfortable. It's not always um, in your timing and what you want. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, when someone's hiking, they're using their body, their strength, their own weight. Everything that's working against them, all the gravity that is working against their body, they're using it to push themselves higher. So what does that mean about our problems? I'm using everything that literally is trying to push me down, hold me down. I'm using that in my favor to push against it to get higher, to get to where I need to go. So there's some things behind the mountain of frustration. There are some things behind the mountain of um, not feeling adequate. There are some things behind the mountain of being in poverty. There's some things behind the mountain of divorce, of singleness, of um, being hurt, of being molested, rape. Um, there are some things behind the mountain of addiction. There are some things behind the mountain of being depressed, oppressed, um, suppressed. There are some things behind the mountain of um, church hurt, uh, uh, friend hurt, side peace hurt. I don't know. Whatever hurt you got, there's there's a mountain behind your past, period. Okay? And so, if you understand that and you allow those things not to work against you, but work for you, you're going to get to the top of that mountain. Because last time I checked, when people got to the top of the mountain, they got instruction. They got strength. They were able to see God's glory. They were able to be strengthened because understand when they came down from that mountain, they had a whole different battle. They still had to deal with people. They still had to lead people. They still had to do certain things. So understand you're not going up to the top of the mountain to be high and mighty and grand. You're going up to the top of the mountain to get instruction for your life that's going to take you through every storm, that's going to take you through your next level, your next season. So behind this mountain is a lot of things. It's success, it's prosperity, it's glory, it's empowerment, it's joy, it's happiness, it's being able to wake up in the morning and be glad that you're alive. It's a lot of great things that are behind this mountain. But understand when you get to the top of that mountain, you must receive instruction. You must see God and who he is. You must see his glory before you come down and have to go through and deal with anybody else in any other season in your life so if God is calling you to go up if he's asking you to pray more fast more if he if he's asking you to you know turn off the tv for 30 minutes or an hour and get in his face do that stuff it's not for I don't know why we have put these um certain rituals um that we do in the Christian faith into some kind of chore but I promise you, when you don't make it a chore and you make it a part of your life, your life will flow a lot better. Uh, you ever wonder why some people get blessed so easily and without any, you know, trouble, 
Uh, it seems like they're always progressing so fast and you're going so slow. Sometimes if you get your body, just like when you're running or, or whatever, or exercising, you don't get faster and better until you condition your body. When you condition yourself through, um, you know, prayer and fasting and doing it on a regular basis, it improves your lives and your life in a way that you don't even realize it until you're going through it because we want to get healthy. We want to, um, you know, do better in our walk with God, but we don't realize until we make it a part of us, then the things that we need are not going to flow as fluidly as it can. Okay. You don't want to just get two blessings out of God your whole entire life. I just don't believe that's what God wants for you. But sometimes we're limited to that because we have limit our devotion time. We have limit the time that we spend with him and how much we communicate with him. Because understand, I don't walk around with a big old Bible all day long. I do not. Sis, bro, uh, whoever, whoever you is. Okay. I do not walk around with a big, huge Bible all day long. I do not walk around talking about, I don't do that. I'm praying. I'm constantly talking to God. I am constantly in the word. I might, you know, Google a scripture or whatever. I might read a book. I'm always learning about God. I never close it off to say, oh, I've talked to God for two hours. That's great and awesome if you have carved out time to do that. But I've made God such a part of my life that everything we do is together. So I'm not ever missing his voice. I'm not ever missing a conversation with him or I'm not missing a scripture that he wants me to visit because we're always talking. If that if you understand what I'm saying. So, um, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, I could mm, I'll put it in today's terms, you know, for the people who have booze and boo things and, you know, and boo bears and honeys and sweethearts, whatever you got, bless God for it. Amen. So if you are a person that's in a um, relationship or a situation, or I don't know what you're in, you in a ship. All right. All right. If you are talking to that person um, all day long, or you're talking to that person very uh, frequently, it's very hard to miss understand that person's emotions it's very hard to misunderstand where they're coming from and what they're saying when they're communicating to you because you've gotten used to them and they have opened up to you and you have understood their rhythm you've understood how they are so same thing with God when you open up to God and you continuously talk to him it's not going to be hard for you to trace him track him it's not going to be hard for you to access him because you've already spent time. You already know he might be over here. Oh, you already know he might be doing this today or vice versa. She may, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with your relationship with God. I don't want you to make it hard or impossible is what I'm saying. So behind the mountain of the things that you have been facing, it's just a word of encouragement. I'm not even trying to preach. I'm really just trying to talk to you. Behind the mountain of everything you've been facing, even this week, even just in the last six months, and for some people it's been hard, I can see people crying, literally see people crying as I'm speaking to you. Even through all of that, behind this mountain, there are not only blessings, but you have to remember to get the instruction, spend time with God, so when you're dealing with the next season and you get to the next level or wherever you're trying to go and wherever God's trying to take you, 
you'll have instruction, you'll have the strength, and you'll have the glory to deal with it. The glory of God, the anointing of God, let me say it like this. The anointing of God is not just for you to lay hands on people and prophesy and shout people into the floor. The anointing of God helps you to live. The anointing of God helps you to deal with things that you otherwise could not deal with. The anointing of God keeps you from doing things that you know that you have planned to do, but something won't let you do it. Okay, that's something is him, which is the Holy Spirit. The anointing covers you in a way that even when you are incomplete, inadequate, and don't have it, the anointing makes up the difference. So I'm letting you know something right now. The anointing that is going to be released over your life and has been released over your life, it has everything to do with what's behind that mountain. It has everything to do with where you're going and who you're going to have to deal with after you come off the top of that mountain. So I'm just encouraging you today that you're not um, in this alone whatsoever. But if God's asked you to go up, if God's asked you to seek his face, if God's asked you to pray, whatever he's asked you to do that's out your norm or whatever, he's trying to prepare you for what's coming ahead. You know, some of us, we, we get that. I know for me, I get that inkling like God will keep me up, you know, be, before something happens or and, and it's not always something bad. But if it's a transitional moment, he'll keep me up, you know, all night. I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep. I'm dog tired and can't go to sleep. Um, Sometimes when a transition uh, or shift of any kind is happening, you know, I'll start feeling some type of way. And for some of my prophets that are out there, sometimes you start feeling a certain way that you never, ever have felt before. You'll start crying for no reason. Sometimes, you know, you'll start travailing if you're an intercessor. Um, it's just a lot of things that happen when God is shifting some things. And I'll tell you, you know, the weather doesn't lie. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. The weather does not lie. You know, things in the atmosphere even tell you when something is coming, when a cold front is coming or, or whatever. Same thing with your spiritual life. God is trying to tell you what's coming, but you got to go up to the mountaintop to hear what he got to say so you don't have any distractions. OK, but behind the mountain of pain and all the things you have dealt with and have been dealing with, there's going to be glory after all of this. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who's trying to talk you out of it. It is your season, your time. Even though you've had a mountain to face that seemed like you can't climb it, can't get over it, can't get under it, can't get around it. I've been there. I've done that. But God is with you because I promise you, if he was not with you, you would be swallowed up by that same mountain you're trying to climb. So I'm encouraging you today. I love y'all. I'll try to make y'all laugh a little bit. Um, make y'all, you know, cheese a little bit because ain't nothing too hard for God. Ain't nothing so bad that you can't smile because you're still alive. God has you. But um, I need you to understand that there's some power coming behind the mountain you just dealt with and that you have you are dealing with right now, possibly. So I love y'all. I just want to encourage y'all with that message, with that word.